I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing really well and I will be proving the legitimacy of Bumfuck Virginia before this interview before the show is over with. So, I will be backing that up sadly. You'll be showing us your bum getting fucked. I, I will be giving you a demonstration of how ass backwards my peeps are, the peeps oh, right. that I come from. Right. So, but I'll say that like dessert yeah. for the end. Well, I've got a few swipes to take at Australia in this episode as well, so, so it's all let's good. Let's go for it. But before yeah. we get to that, Big week for the United States of not so United States of America. Last week, uh, you had your inauguration day where it was was very exciting. Um, You know, you don't see this often, I think. Um, It was, was I think, a really unique moment where one old white man that half the population hated was replaced in a ceremony with an even older white man that half the population hates. So, you know, it was a a moment of great progress for the United States, I think. Uh, It's called Celebration, call for? Continuity. Continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency. Old white men continuity. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I hope to join them someday. Lot of uh, lot of excitement over there. We did talk about this briefly on the Cold War show last week, but for right. those that didn't listen, uh, the violence uh, that some people, including the FBI, had anticipated didn't really come to pass, except right. in uh, Portland and Seattle, yeah, where supposedly it was Antifa and anarchist. Rioters, sure. yeah, because they <laughs> get along really well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Antifa and anarchists, I think, have some common ground, but uh, they have common ground, but they normally don't hang and do lunch together. Um, the I, and, and there were a lot of people that were going, just we're anti-government. Well, if you're if you're protesting and you're anti-government, what is your ultimate goal to literally bring down the federal and state and local governments and just live free like some hippies? Actually, that sounds pretty good. But the point is. <laughs> You don't, I don't know if you can smash your way to freedom just by taking out one city, but whatever. What do I know? Well, it's it's bizarre. Like you would expect that on the, organa- org- the inauguration day of Biden, right. uh, people on the left, even if you're not a big fan of Biden, would be pretty happy and, and would just yeah. be like with all the expectations of right-wing violence – Right. That would be the one day where you think if you were on the left, you would just fucking stay home and have a little Chill. quiet drinks thing, right? Right, some gummies, chips. Chill. Yeah. 
Um, Now, according to news reports, uh, they Mm -hmm. had slogans like, we don't want Biden, we want revenge. Fuck Trump, fuck Biden too. They don't give a fuck about you. Catchy. Right. Yeah, yeah. No more cops, no more proud boys, no more presidents. According to police, marches in Portland lit a dumpster on fire. I tend to think of America just generally as a dumpster fire right (laughs) now, So, but I like the symbolism. That should be on our new flag. But anyway, please go ahead. Yeah, that should be our flag. Anyway. Now, um, there, you know, you know, when the, the when the when the the Trump folks stormed the Capitol, right? Stormed, allegedly insurrected, rioted. Not allegedly, they've been charged, <laughs> and wow, they they posted photos of themselves on Instagram, going, <laughs> "I like the people who said, I just thought I'd, I'd leave some evidence out there." Right. That's right. Hey. <laughs> Ray Harris from uh, Virginia, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know. Whatever, Here's my whatever phone number, you know, my social security yeah. number. Last four of my social, yeah. Hook, yeah. Look me up, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, people on the right on the day and the day after, like on Gab, et cetera, were saying, well, they they weren't Trump supporters. They were Antifa, BLM supporters dressed up, false flag. Of course, right. with these uh, Portland and Seattle riots, uh, I'm seeing the same thing. Uh, people yep. on the left are saying, well, that was probably uh, Proud Boys, Boogaloo Boys, Trumpers, uh, you know, false flag, dressed up, pretending yep. to be. The only way you can really tell, I guess, is wait for the charge sheets to come out and see who these right. people were that were arrested and what their prior history is. Exactly. Of course, <laughs> you know, uh, when they have turned up at multiple of these events causing trouble, you can still yeah. say, well, they're from the Method other side. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. I mean, deep, it's, it's deep, 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 deep cover. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they've been posting uh, pro-Trump things on their website for the last four years, but that's all part it. of their cunning yeah. plan to discredit. <laughs> right. Or vice right. versa. You know, it goes both yeah. ways. It's really hard. Like everything in America today, it's really hard to unpick what the fuck is really going on. Right. You know, is it yeah. who's up who and who hasn't paid? But look, I, I wanted to talk about left versus right violence because uh, on uh, January 6th, when you had mm-hmm. the insurrection, attempted Kefuffle. insurrection, right? Kefuffle, the uh, lame insurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw some people on Facebook, some right wingers saying, well, what do you expect after all the riots that have been you know, going on around the year, uh, the last couple of years in Portland, et cetera? Right. Uh, this is, this is you know, you know, this is sort of had to happen, payback, revenge. Oh, you criticise this riot, but you didn't criticise those riots. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the differences between left-wing violence and right-wing violence because, as you know, I, I'm I'm not anti-violence. I'm not a pacifist. I believe there is a need for violence. There's a role for violence. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I mean, you you, you want to avoid it if at all possible. But history teaches us that when the bad guys, you know, won't let the good guys do good things, and by guys I'm meaning girls too, it's a non- Right, gender right. discriminating, LGBTQI, hims, <laughs> hers, its, butts, and everything. When the good people, yeah, by people I mean people who identify as people and people right. who don't identify as people. Yeah. I'm a turtle. 
don't want to get myself cancelled culture. Right. We'll talk about how I've already been cancelled enough this week in a second. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, when good people, when bad people won't let good people do good right. things. Right. Uh, and they're, they're keeping, you know, their, their hands on the reins of the wealth and the power and the military and the police and whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you you have to resort to violence. There's just no mm-hmm. other way around it. When when peaceful um, uh, attempts to curb the excesses uh, of the bad people don't work, eventually you're going to have to turn right. to violence. There's just no other way around it, or you just die and let it right. continue. You you either give in or you you resort. To violence as a as a final measure. So I'm not anti-violence. I think there is sure. a role for violence. Right. But we let's look at the left-wing violence in the last say year or two, and versus the right-wing violence. The left-wing violence. What are they uh, fighting for? Well, these recent ones, they're fighting for anarchy, apparently. And I look, I'm all for anarchy too, mm-hmm. uh, to a degree. Um, you know, I think we we need some sort of uh government we need someone to look after infrastructure and healthcare right. and policing and and uh, various various things yeah uh keeping society running i think there's nothing wrong inherently with the idea of government i do think we want to keep it as small and manageable and local as possible Mm. Um, but you need some form of government. Yeah, organization. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's not going to fall apart. But the, if if people in the US are angry at the Republicans and the Democrats and they want to get rid of both of those, I, I get that. You yeah. know, I don't think either of those parties have done anyone any favours in the no, last just 40, 50 years. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they're lobbyists and uh, the, the rich people and the corporations um, – who they tend to owe money to or owe favours to because they fill up their coffers, their election coffers. So the left, you know, okay, so this latest one on Inauguration Day supposedly was around anarchy and we don't want any governments and whatever. Hard to unpick exactly what it was all about. Um, but if you go back to the earlier ones, so they were protesting mostly, the BLM protests were mostly mm-hmm. against police violence. Yes. Excessive. Against minorities. Yes. Excessive right. police violence. Uh, well, police violence yeah. infers yeah. excessive. Um, police violence against minorities, which is a real thing. So they were mm-hmm. fighting against a real thing. Uh, there'd obviously been a, a string of uh, deaths uh, during the rest or in custody on video yes. of uh, mostly white cops mm-hmm. uh, using excessive force against black men, mostly, yeah. and, and having and killing them. Yeah, but but it wasn't during um, events of arresting them during attempted murder or rape or criminal activity. Most of it was pulled over for maybe going through a stop sign or a general check by the police, and suddenly it all gets out of hand, and then you've got this dead person who was on their way to work or whatever. I mean, uh, and someone, um, my daughter, Kiki, who's very much a social justice warrior, she's always spouting these things like, Dad, when you get in the car to drive to the store, do you think this might be the time you get pulled over and killed? I'm like, 
no, if I'm going to get killed, it's either by Cam or my wife, but but never the cops. I don't think like that. And for people like that who are just out doing something and suddenly they're dead because they're black, I mean, that truly is horrific. And you're right. It's, I'm surprised they haven't risen up earlier, but they certainly did rise up a lot last year. And I think it's completely justified. I, I would have thought you would have put Sophie, your youngest child, uh, at the top of that list. She's If she does it, I'll never know. She is a ninja assassin warrior who has an attitude problem and a chemical imbalance. I'll never see it coming. Anyway, like I'm Tony Soprano I'm, in the final episode of The Sopranos. It'll just cut to black. Just sitting there, just, yeah. yeah. Don't stop <laughs> believing. And he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. your flow. Yeah. So it, um, so like, like that seems to be uh, an understandable and legitimate uh, reason for people to be angry. Yeah. Because uh, nothing's being done about it, you know. Right. Um, over and over. Yeah. You know, the, 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 let's, let's assume that the people who stormed the Capitol tried to uh, start a revolution were Trumpers, were right wingers. And certainly the charge sheets that I've seen seem to indicate that. Um, so far. Yeah. 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 And, and the ones that I've read up on have a track record of, you know, pro Trump, pro right wing sentiments. Uh, they wanted to, they did that supposedly to, to stop the, uh, election of Joe Biden from going ahead, the counting of the electoral college votes or the, mm-hmm. the, uh, not the counting, the, the certification of the electoral right. college votes. Yeah. Um, now you could, they obviously would also argue that that was legitimate. That they felt that their government was there was a coup going on, and it wasn't them. Right. It's already a coup going on. Um, right. You know, I spend a good deal of time on right wing news sources. Uh, I, mm. I spend a lot of time reading Fox, Gab, Breitbart, the Donald Dot Win. Um, you know, just to, to see what they're saying, what they're talking about, yeah. what they feel, yeah. you know, what, what they believe to be true. And they do believe it to be true. They still believe it to be true that it was yes. stolen from yeah. Trump, the election, and therefore stolen yeah. from them. So and they were argue- invited by Trump to the White Yes, House, to, that's to their legal argument, Sorry. right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. The president we'll invited us the into <laughs> the building. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Anyway. Um so, uh, you know, I guess there there are differences, though, between the reasons for the violence and mm-hmm. uh, I guess what you think is justifiable comes down to your personal point of view and what your morals and your values are. Right. Do, you, do you see a difference morally between the left-wing violence and the right-wing violence? Well, yeah, because the violence towards um, non-whites is real. It's been uh, videotaped numerous times. And then, of course, we hear about the cops not being punished or not being punished very much versus the election was stolen. There's been 50 or 60 court cases by Giuliani, your good friend. None of them have won. There's no evidence. No one can support. No one can produce any kind of evidence. But because there's a lot of chatter about it, that is in and of itself proof. And so they feel justified in storming the Capitol to stop this stealing of the election. So one side's legitimate. The other side is completely in their heads. But when you have over a thousand people with guns, um, You've got to be wary of them and call out the National Guard. But, 
you know, the, the right-wing folks would say that they do have evidence. Mike Snyder was going to come on the show till he pussied mm-hmm. out, but he, he was going to come on the show. I haven't heard anything from him since then, Mark, right. since the uh, insurrection. Maybe he got arrested. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, maybe he's gone gone to his bunker. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he saved us one phone call for his lawyer. Um, yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, you know, he was going to come on the show uh, before that and, and to, to try and tell us that there was evidence that he yeah. knows that there was evidence that the election was stolen, that a lot of the votes were fraudulent, uh, et cetera, right. et cetera. So like these people believe that there is evidence. It's like the, like the lengthy debates I've got into with Australians, friends of mine recently about COVID and the number of deaths. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did we talk about this last week? The COVID um, conspiracy, my old business partner? I, don't think I so. believe so. I can't, I can't, oh, really? I can't remember. Okay. I just, you know, I, I don't know. But when I said to the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. an old business partner of mine, good guy, smart guy, known him for 30 years. We worked at Microsoft together and, and at Aussie Mail together before that. But he was, he's been going on about he read all the COVID death numbers are mm-hmm. fake, they're inflated. And I'm like, well, send me what evidence you've got and I'll have a look at it. He sent me two websites. Neither right. website, I'd been talking about the case mortality rates case fatality rates and the, the infection fatality rates, the IFR. And he came and the two sites he sent me had nothing to say on that. He goes, read these. This will, uh, I read this. Like, they don't say anything about mortality did, rates. Did he I'm read- like, dude, like what disturbs me is yeah. I ask you for your best evidence. You send me two things and they've got nothing. Like did you even read these yeah. sites? What yeah. am I missing here? Like. You don't yeah. even, even, you can't even provide, like the evidence you do provide is completely empty of evidence. Like it's not even a question of interpretation of the evidence. There was just nothing there. Anyway. But, but my, just real quick, my take is on that. He can't, he shouldn't be able to say, my argument is just as, as valid as yours. I don't have evidence yet. I'll go out and look for some. But for right now, you can't dismiss my argument because I feel strongly about it. That's like the whole thing with God. You can't prove God exists. I don't have to prove God exists because I don't believe in him, but somehow they still want to be taken seriously because they're all worked up about this. And it's like, hold on, I'll go get some evidence. But until then, my argument, my point of view is just as valid as yours, even though there is no evidence. That's what burns my bridges. Well, you know, as as I've said before, this both in terms of the Democrats. Oh, so (laughs) last week on our show, uh, uh, one of our shows might have been Cold War. I said that the US is a cult, right? Um, And then Chrissy and I got into a big debate about it later on that day, Um, and I've changed my position on it now. I think America is actually two cults. Right. Democrats is a cult. The Republicans are a cult. Um, and they have some commonalities. You know, we we talked about the three defining factors of a cult when we right. were talking about this last week. Yeah, that I got from somewhere. Uh, one is um, a leader who cannot be challenged. A lead a leader who is beyond criticism, beyond challenge. Now, of course, for the Democrats, at any given time, if there's a yeah. Democrat in the White House, for uh, Democrats. That's that it. person is not to be touched. You exactly. cannot criticize them yeah. without massive um, consequences. Right. If you're a Democrat criticizing a Democratic president, 
or an outsider, like you know, yeah. when I criticize Obama, you know, as an outsider, Democrats massively attacking me for that, mm-hmm. uh, justifying, making excuses. You know, they can't accept any criticism. They can't even be neutral about right about the guy. And it's the same, obviously, for the Republicans. If there's a yes. if there's a Republican in the White House, Republicans no, he's he's right. he's God incarnate. Okay. With Trump, there was there was a right. little bit of criticism from the mainstream, like the Mitt Romneys and that kind of stuff. And right. people say, well, I'm an old school Republican. I don't like that. But by and large, yeah. Republicans won't criticize a Republican president. Democrats won't criticize a Democratic president, even when that Democratic president's getting his dick sucked by an intern in the Oval Office and then lying about it. They're like, well, it's his personal life and he didn't really lie. He did say this. He said I did not have sex. And by some definitions of having sex, getting a blowjob is, you know, all this kind of bullshit. She had sex with me. I just stood there. To this very day, they will will justify Right. Blowjob, right? Don't so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then the, the the second criterion that we talked about was massive amounts of indoctrination, mm-hmm. and as I said, you know, the 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 pledge of allegiance, uh, all of this kind of stuff, and all of the pro America propaganda Where's that you heart? get in your, your history books. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like the, Sorry. If you're the doctor, you don't like that. Um, <laughs> You know, massive amounts. And Chrissy said, well, you have indoctrination in this in Australia as well. I said, well, what really? She goes, well, Australia Day, which I'll talk about, which was yesterday here. I'm right. like, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of pro-patriotism, uh, nationalism has crept into that in the yeah. last 20, 30 years. Certainly when I was growing up, it wasn't even really a thing. But, you know, as we've started to become more Americanized, it started to become more of a thing. But outside of that, no Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. We don't swear loyalty to a flag. Unless I think if you go through a citizen citizenship ceremony like Chrissy did, right. she had to say something about, you know, not betraying the country or I don't know, something. That's nice. But for the, the rest of us, don't do that kind of bullshit. Right. And what was the third thing? Um, Leader indoctrination. Mm. Yeah. I think you pulled up a definition. Of- I did. I can't remember what the third thing was. But anyway, that's getting back yeah. to my America cult yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but what's more yeah. dangerous, to have a cult or to have two cults in the same country and they never, ever, 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 ever will get along and they both get more radical and fanatic as time goes by to the point where there's insurrections and attempted coups. I mean, uh, I'm glad you modified it from one coup to two, but that doesn't that make it even cult. more scary that cult, sorry, that they that they uh, they truly won't ever get along. I mean, why aren't we all mad at the politicians and the corporations who are ripping us off and nickel and diming us to death instead of we're focused, like you said, we're focused on my side is the best. We can do no wrong and you are all evil. And if I have to put your ass in the ground, well, maybe God wants me to put your ass in the ground. I mean, that's when the wheels really come off. And yeah. I, I guess we'll see if that happens. Well, speaking of the wheels coming off, uh, Ray Dalio. Do you know who Ray Dalio is? I've heard that name. Who is that? Billionaire uh, investor in the US, founder of a, a company called Bridgewater. It's his investment vehicle. One of the most successful mm-hmm. investors, like a Warren Buffett-style guy. Right. Um, Tony and I talk about him a lot on our QAV show because he um 
you know, he's a very successful investor, value investor like Buffett, like Tony. Um, got a story that came out yesterday from about him, talk that he gave. Bridgewater Associates founder Ray Dalio tweeted Sunday that the US could fall into a terrible civil war if its political and economic challenges aren't addressed. Our country is still in a terrible financial state and terribly divided, he wrote. He called on Democrats and Republicans to work together to address the wealth gap, government debt, and political partisanship. Ever happened. Um, did a series of Twitter posts where he was talking about this. Now, this is one of the richest guys in the United States, um, right. not a not a revolutionary. You know, you've heard me talk about civil war a lot, but when you start to hear rich guys who are <laughs> yeah. studying, yeah. and this was his thing, like he goes, I, I study history, I study economics and the things that happen to affect economics as an investor, and yeah. um, I can tell just by the underlying things that are going on that we're not far from a civil war. Let me, let me read his tweet stream because it's worth paying attention to. Um, mm. Back in February, I said I wanted a president who could bring together our country to face our challenges in a more united and less divisive way. I wanted someone who would unite people, i.e. who does not view themselves as the leader of the winning side imposing policies the other side would find intolerable. I believe we are on the brink of a terrible civil war, as I described in the Changing World Order series, where we are at an inflection point between entering a type of hell of fighting or pulling back to work together for peace and prosperity that addresses the big wealth, values, and opportunity gaps we're now seeing. For that reason, I was thrilled to hear what President Biden said at his inauguration. It is consistent with the direction history has shown the country needs to move in. Now, the question is whether the president and both parties will bring that about. Good words and spirit aren't enough. People will have to agree on both how to grow the pie and how to divide it well. That will require revolutionary change. Doing it peacefully requires both bipartisanship and skill. It won't be easy. Our country is still in a terrible financial state and terribly divided. I will monitor how those good intentions are turning into good actions and keep you posted. Or not. Yeah. The problem, I mean, one of the problems with that, he was talking about yeah. uh, not imposing policies the other side would find intolerable. Um, now, Name one. Yeah, Sorry. well, Sorry. anything Biden does, the other yeah. side is going to find intolerable. Just, I mean, it's yeah. at least some of them will. Like the hardcore Trumpers are going to find it. He's going to try and uh, he's already mandated masks in federal buildings. People are losing their minds over that. Yes, the whole um, he he. I've seen a number of people posting about one of the executive orders that he signed was enforcing uh, a recent Supreme Court ruling on allowing transgender people into bathrooms of the gender that they have decided that they are, regardless of their original gender denomination to gender (laughs) classification. I don't know what the official terminology is. People are losing their fucking minds. Well, you know, he's telling men that they can go into little girls' bathrooms. And I'm like, well, hold on. This was a Supreme Court decision, yeah. and it was a yeah. conservative Supreme Court, Supreme Court mostly, I think, right. even at the time. Right. Um, he's, just, uh, he's just uh, yeah. saying, well, we, we have to abide by a Supreme Court ruling. Yeah. Anyway, the point is people are losing their fucking minds over everything and anything that he does. So. How do you unify a country that is this uh, broken and divisive? 
Yeah. Well, one of the things that we've seen time and time again by studying Roman history is you can be a shit leader, but as long as you keep the people happy, um, they're not going to come after you. You throw them some free bread and some games. It's the senators, the people who are jealous of your power or whatever, or being threatened by you. They're the ones you have to watch out for. Yeah, it's gotten to the point in this country with the economy being wrecked, unemployment, no universal health care, and you got racial tension, and now you got political tensions where the two sides will never, ever compromise on any anything. I mean, that's, that's just the recipe for, for disaster. If you had enough, if you had universal health care, if you had enough jobs for everybody, if you had enough for, of the pie was big enough so it could go around, people would be pretty content and they wouldn't be looking for enemies to go and fight on. So if, if the government or whoever was doing a better job, we would have less tension, but yeah. that's not where we're at. And so we're just, we're all riled up and we want to blame everybody. And we do blame everybody, everybody who doesn't look like me are on my side. And China and Russia and, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, I, watched, yeah. I watched this interesting interview with Noam Chomsky the other day, um, mm-hmm. first Looking interview old. of him in 2021. Oh, it's because he is old. He's like 94, <laughs> 93, 94. He's lived forever. Yeah, go ahead. Still articulate as fuck. I mean, right. you know. Anyway, he was talking about Biden, et cetera, and, he was saying, you know, the one hope is that the progressive side uh, of the Democrats can hold his feet to the fire and, and push his policies more to the left. There's still a chance that right. they can do that. And I have read that some of the people he's appointing to some offices are uh, from the progressive wing of the party. Yeah. Bernie is now the chairman of the Senate Budget Committee and he can push oh, through yeah. some stuff there. Um, so there is a chance, uh, Chomsky was saying that, you know, there will be a progressive agenda. He said, but if the, if the progressive wing of the party doesn't hold his feet to the fire, he's just going to go back to a Clintonite corporate Democrat, don't make any waves, uh, uh, set of policies, which is kind of how I expect to play it out, but could always be surprised. Like LBJ could just feel... You know, LBJ yeah. was one of the worst pieces of shit uh, ever to uh, hold a political office right. in the United just States. Just as a human being, but yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. just as a human being. Um, but yeah. you know, towards the latter stage of his presidency, he seems to have a sort of been forced in because the country was imploding around him. Right, but you know, I, I get the sense from reading the biographies, Robert Carr's biography, etc., that he did think this is my legacy. I've got one shot here. Um, I've been a cunt my entire life, but I'm going to, I'm going to leave a legacy here. I'm going to do something right. admirable out, on my way out the door, and uh, you know, basically, you know, push through some good legislation. Yeah. Um, that he's still remembered for. It works. So maybe Biden could do the same thing, decide, you know what, I'm yeah. gonna do, I'm gonna do some good. But yeah. um we'll see. After what? after the millions of black men I put in jail with my crime bills in 84 right. and 94. Um, see if I can I, turn the shit le- around. Yeah. Yeah, I need to, I need yeah. to, I need to change my legacy, or that's what I'm gonna be remembered right. for, you know? Yeah. Well, my my fear is that, and I and you've kind of touched on this, Biden could theoretically just stay right in the middle and cruise. And his big winning point is, hey, I'm not Trump. And he he'll get a lot of praise for that. But you're right. Hopefully, I mean, by the time he leaves office, he'll be 
in his early 80s or, or early 80s. So hopefully he'll do something decent with this one, maybe two term. I don't know. I would be pleasantly surprised, but I'm not holding my breath because it's politics. Yeah. And he's, you know, as I've said before, he's he was the senator from Delaware for 40 years. Yeah. Um, the most corrupt state in the United States. Um, that's not my opinion. That's right. fairly well established. Yeah. Go Google most corrupt state in America and you'll probably find Delaware comes up as the answer. It's, it's the... It's the it's the Panama of the United right. States. It's the the center for shelf companies, tax havens. High, how do, where do you go to hide shit, dirty yeah. shit? You go to Delaware, Joe Biden's state. Uh, yeah. If you want to kill someone, you go to Obama's state. Go to Illinois. Right. Go to Chicago. That's where all the shootings. Are. But if you want to hide yeah. dirty shit, yeah. you go to Delaware. Um, and you know, there's just so many stories about Biden that that stack up over the years. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Bernie Sanders, you know, you go, <laughs> you go back and you look at stuff yeah. Bernie Sanders was saying forty years ago. He still he said it thirty years ago, exactly. twenty years ago, exactly. saying it now. Yeah. Rocking up to the inauguration, wearing his uh, flat, flat yeah. jacket yeah. and his uh, mittens. Yeah. yeah. And then well, taking and then selling fo- merch with photos of that on it, raising millions for charity. Um, yeah. Good guy, Bernie. Good Saint Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let, let me just mention something real quick since you brought the financial aspect into it. And it would help America like it would help any other country if our economy was roaring along, that kind of stuff. But one of the ingredients for that, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, foreign investment. And I know you have your QAV show with Tony and you, you probably know this already, but I just ran across it. Uh, 2020 was the first year that more foreign investment went to China than to the United States. We had, in 2020, we had a decrease of 49% in foreign investment. We only had $134 billion come in last year. China had $163 billion. And that was the first time this has ever happened. But the important thing is, this trend was already starting to happen before COVID. Yes, a lot of it has to do with COVID, with our economy tanking, and supposedly China is handling the the pandemic better than we are. Who isn't? But um, this trend had already started before. The UK. Uh, yeah, that kind of thing. So, um, good point. So, uh, so the point is. Again, America needs to clean its its uh, its house. Needs to get its house in order, not just for our soul, not just for our kids and our for our grandkids, but for the economy as well. If we have less riots, less insurrections, less uh, racially motivated fights in the streets, uh, places being destroyed, it would help in so many ways. But we're we're literally wanting our cake and eat it too. We want to tear things down around us, but we want our economy to be humming all the time. I mean, the two are just related. You can't do that. But again, that won't motivate us to put our sticks down and quit fighting with each other. That's going to continue. And money's going to go somewhere else where it's safer. And right now, that's China. Well, safer, um, maybe. I mean, you've got a certain mm-hmm. amount of sovereign risk, I think, when you invest in China. Um, mm-hmm. Ask uh, uh, Jack Jack Ha, who's the founder of Alibaba? Uh, Ma, Jack Ma. Jack- Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Who disappeared yeah. for three months and they pulled his the yeah. float of his ant company and uh, he just showed up again recently the other day for the first time yeah. in a long time. That's all relative. Yeah. There's a certain amount of sovereign risk, but their economy is growing 
faster than yes. the US economy. I think that's probably from an investor's perspective. Yes, right. there's maybe some risk, but uh, their their economy is healthier than the US yeah. economy. Yeah. Um, I think I, I did see some numbers the other day in 2020. I think uh, you know major economies like the US, UK. Uh, either didn't grow very much or went backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, China's economy grew at like four and a half, five percent. So Sounds they they good. handled COVID and the economy yeah. kept kept growing. Um, I remember when we were talking about China and COVID at the beginning of 2020. Some of our listeners were saying, you know, no, China's gonna China's economy is gonna be screwed this year. You wait and see. It's all bullshit. You know, it's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. But Apparently, China's economy did just fine. It's for the money. Um, yeah. You know, I want to, before I forget, I want to talk, we're getting back to the who do you believe, left versus right, this right. kind of stuff. You know, it, it gets back to the thing that we've been talking about a lot on this show over the last couple of years since we did the anti-vax series. It comes down to epistemology and heuristics. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we know what is true? Right. And who do we listen to? Right. In terms of heuristics. Yes. Yes. Where do we turn to to get our information and how do we decide that the information that we're getting is likely to be true, likely Mm -hmm. to be correct? You know, it's a a discipline that I think most people haven't spent much time thinking about. Getting back to my old business partner and the the COVID's fake stuff, like where are you getting your information from? And when I say to you, send me your best evidence, and you send me two articles that had contained zero evidence, right? That suggests to me that you don't really know how to uh, piece together evidence to support your theories, and you have a theory that you believe yeah. in, right? Strongly that you can't back up with evidence. You just believe, like religion, you just believe in it because you right. want to believe in it. Yeah. Well, that's how I got off I got off track before I was when I started talking about cults. Because I, yeah. I was that's the point I was going to make. It's the same with politics in the US and uh the whole COVID and the anti-vax stuff and the religion. It's all religion. It, they're all elements of the religious experience. People right. have faith, they believe in an idea without being able to support it by evidence just because they want to believe in it. It makes them feel good. It makes right. them feel clever. It makes them feel superior, they're, makes they're them feel the smart. Yeah. Yes. Makes them feel like they're part of a community, part of a tribe. Yes. Um, and I understand that. I mean, most people want to be- want to belong. They, they want to feel like they're special. Yeah. They're smart. They're privileged. They've got the inside track, but they don't want to do the work to mm-hmm. to uh, support their theories with yeah. data and and logic. Well, that's where leaders come in. The leader, I trust this leader. They make the the best decisions. They don't ever make mistakes because I'm assuming they do all the due diligence. I don't have to work. I trust them. I like the way they present it. I like uh, everything about them. And so, like you said previously, you start to identify. It's it's um, identity politics. Not only do I 
I want this person to be my leader, but you can never say anything bad about them as long as I'm here because to discredit them is to discredit me because I've committed myself into believing to them. So it all gets, it all gets wrapped up and nobody wants to look like an idiot. And so suddenly you can't have a rational conversation because they're going to go la, 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 la. As soon as you start saying something negative about one of their many views. Yeah. And then you don't get anywhere ever. Speaking of la, 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 you posted this on our site. I think QAnon thinks Trump will become president again on March 4. They know. This 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 ties into um, a game I'd like to play with you that you like to play a lot with me. It's called Laugh at the Redneck. Okay? So <laughs> I'll start it off, and then we can go from there. So a couple of days ago, and I literally mean just a few days ago, I was Zooming with some relatives of mine in South Carolina. We, we don't really have much contact, but my girls wanted to reach out to extended family, whatever. So we're on the, we're on the conversation. We're having about 15 minutes go by because that's really all you need to catch up. Hey, how's it going? How long has it been since this person's been out of jail? Are they doing good? Good, that kind of stuff. And I shit you not. Anyway, so about 15 minutes until the conversation starts winding down and it's time to go. But that's when one of the people on the other end of the camera starts going, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, let's tell them. I'm like, what? What's going on? And they're like, well, we know you don't think like we do, but don't be surprised in the next couple of days if every former president, Pelosi, Schumer, all the big Democrats, are swept up and arrested, and Trump is put back into power because he's the only only one who can save us. And then they go, did you know that America wasn't a country? We're not a democracy or a republic. We're a corporation. And that every amendment after, I think, 1871 is not valid. So whites and uh, not whites and women can't vote. And they're just hitting me with all the stuff like, whoa, 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 let's slow down here. Okay. What the fuck are you talking about? And they went, okay. They, and they were getting excited because like you said, they want this to be true. This is like their Super Bowl. They're like, fuck uh, anyway, so they're like trying to stay calm and they're like, so it turns out that, yes, things didn't really go well on January 20th when Biden was uh, had his inauguration and Trump was on the way to Florida, but it's all just falling apart. No one can handle it like Trump can. So there's going to be massive arrests. They're going to break up the pedophile ring and all this other good stuff. Uh, and they're going to bring Trump back in and he's going to be, he's going to be the president again. And then they sit back going, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I was respectful and I was nice. I, I went, um, it's my opinion, and I could be wrong, that all those things probably won't happen. You've been told before it was going to happen on January 6th, and then it was going to happen on January 17th, and then uh, Biden was inaugurated, and now you got this new thing. They keep moving the goalposts, and they're like, no, you don't understand. <clears throat> uh, Q has is, is got to go with it. He's got to kind of deal with the hand he's dealt, and he's making changes. He's doing the best we can. But the point is, and I'm like, do you hear yourself? It doesn't matter. They firmly believe, and like you said, they want it to happen. They are never ever going to let this go and they're happy they're actually it's like a warm blanket you just know oh, one day all oh, the democrats are going to be dead shot and you know whatever i don't know but that's who they are and they're very happy to believe it they want to believe it you can't tell them anything that will make them not believe it that's my family well i you need to invite them on the show <laughs> i want to i want a piece of this man this is great <laughs> 
Oh my God. Bring Everybody them on. In my let... family but me owns guns. Go ahead. Sorry, what? Well, well, Mike Snyder them. Well, they can't reach me from here. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about you. I'm not oh, worried. Yeah. Man. Typical yeah. American. <laughs> uh, <laughs> secondly, you've got a gun. You're fine. Yeah. Secondly, well, your right. wife has a gun. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this is like. like <laughs> <laughs> what, what, that's the size of no, your the penis. Or is it? it's, no. Oh, right. You wish. No. Yeah. No. That oh, um one day. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. What that's classic doomsday cults uh mm. you know behavior. Right. Um you know, whenever the doomsday, whenever the prophet says the aliens are gonna be arriving at midnight right. on New Year's Eve to take us all away to the planet, and then it doesn't happen, people go, Well, no, that didn't happen because we didn't believe hard enough right. or mm. something changed at the last right. minute, but now it's reset for March 31st. Yes. That's when it's going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. And Christianity, right? This is, you know, yep. I talked about this in the film. Jesus oh, yeah. is going to return any day now for 2000 years. They just keep resetting the clock any day now. It's the same sort of yeah. uh, mindset. And um Yeah. Hilarious if it wasn't scary. If there weren't, it would be hilarious if there wasn't 75 million of them with guns in your country yes. that really believe this yes. stuff. Um, are willing to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you go to, if, if you spend enough time on Fox News, Gab, Breitbart, etc., mm-hmm. and you read the comment sections, uh, as, as, I, as I like to do. Right. Um, like they're, they're these people are hardcore, man. They they oh, yeah. really believe a lot they of this want it to be stuff. True. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they do believe that Biden and the Democrats are a bunch of child blood sucking Satanist worshippers. You know, you know, we've done this a lot. You know, in, in the Renaissance series and the Cold War series, we've talked about the pogroms against the Jews. Uh, over the centuries, and it was all the same sorts of stories, right? Well, they're secretly making uh, matzo balls or bread, flatbread, out of the blood of uh, Christian yeah. virgins and babies. That's yeah. why we need to kill. It's the same sort of mindset and almost the exact same sort of rhetoric. There's a secret cabal of devil worshippers in our midst. Sure. And we need to take care of them. And it's only a matter of time when that rhetoric builds and builds and builds and doesn't get yeah. shut down that eventually it's going to spill over into some kind of violence. But this time it's not Christians versus Jews. It's Christians versus other Every, Christians or some Christians, Republicans versus Democrats. Yeah. I do know one way of getting people like that to quit spreading lies. Turns out if you sue them for $1.3 billion, like Giuliani <laughs> is being sued, he hours, just hours after that announcement came out, he said, yeah. uh, uh, Biden is the illegitimate president. It's over. Uh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it turns out that $1.3 seems to be the magic number. <laughs> this now. was Dominion, the voting Dominion, company, yeah. suing him yeah. for. They waited a cut. They gave him a couple warnings. Please cease and desist. Cease and desist. Like the uh, the female lawyer, I can't remember her name. They've both been now hit with massive lawsuits. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things. Um, yeah. 
I got banned from Facebook again. Well, kind of. Right. I've been hit twice uh, in, in late last week with Facebook right. uh, punishments. Um, yeah. Both related to our Cold War show. Uh, now, there's a lot of things that you could punish me for legitimately in our Cold War show. The amount of dick jokes that we do saying that uh, uh, right. Winston Churchill was a big, fat, pink pig that liked to grease himself up and get butt-fucked by Stalin at the older conference. There's a lot right. of things that you could legitimately yeah, hit yes. me with, and I'd go, yes. mea culpa, I did right. it. Uh, I'm a filthy, filthy dirtbag who spread salacious rumours about beloved British and, World War II leaders. And loved um, every minute of it. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> These two things that right. Facebook are upset about are just fucking ridiculous. The first one was mm-hmm. back in March last year when we were doing our Yugoslavia series on the Cold War show and we were talking about the Nazi invasion of Yugoslavia during World War II. I posted a photo on our Facebook page about uh, there was a photo of Adolf Hitler uh, looking at a plaque commemorating Gavrilo Princip, the guy that killed the Archduke Franz Ferdinand and started World War One. And yeah. I posted like my 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 the the copy in the post was the guy he's the guy who started World War Two, uh, looking at a plaque commemorating the guy who started World War One. I. I didn't say praise. Well, it right. that funny? Even it was just factu- factual. No. I didn't Ironic. say pla- yeah. praise praise Hitler. Praise. I didn't say <laughs> I didn't no. say anything complimentary right. about either of the guys. No. Facebook uh, deleted the post, said Jesus. it broke their community guidelines. Um, yeah. Why? How? I don't fucking know. No one can tell me. The They're second one that they're upset right. about. Just right. mentions Hitler, I guess. It's a photo yeah. of Hitler. Therefore, huh. you can't you can't talk about Hitler, right? Um, second, the second one was I tried to we I, I tried to do an ad last week to promote our most recent episode about uh, the CIA, mm-hmm. the cr- creation of the CIA, and again in right. the in the post I said. You know, CIA, 948, uh, NSC bill was passed uh, that that enabled them to run around the world and interfere in elections and overthrow governments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because the word elections appeared in it, it was classified as being about elections. Right. So And social issues. and And because I was targeting Americans amongst others in, in my advertising because most of right. our listeners to the Cobble yeah. show are, are Americans. Yeah. Uh, they they not only blocked the ad but banned me from doing any ads for 30 days because they decided I was trying to influence right. America's election, which has already happened. Uh, <laughs> um, Twice. And so I yeah. jumped on a I jumped on a support chat with somebody at Facebook, like a Facebook business support chat. I spend thousands mm. of dollars a month on advertising on Facebook. Yeah, um, you should be kissing your ass. Yeah, yeah. And I spent two hours. I swear to God, two hours to the minute with this guy trying to get some right. clarity on this, trying to get it resolved, and I got nowhere. Nothing. He was like, you know, basically, sorry, nothing I could yeah. do. Um, yeah. I said, look, this isn't okay. about contemporary politics or elections. I'm talking about something that happened 70 years ago. No, yeah. It doesn't matter. Not, the current they climate. Want, yeah. Yeah. They want me to certify my identity in order to advertise right. something involving 
social issues to an American audience, I need to certify that I live in the United States. Ah, uh, how would that help? That so they know not- I'm not a foreigner trying to interfere in your social issues. But you are a foreigner and you clearly are trying to interfere. What? Anyway, okay, step oh, yes. one. I didn't yeah. say that, but <laughs> no, that's not a good argument. First of all, no. okay, Ray, Ray, Ray's school of advice. One, if you had changed the word election to erection, mm. I think it would have went through and everything would have been fine. And you could have just claimed a typo. Mm. Uh, two, I actually tried to post a picture of MacArthur with his pipe and it got banned because I was promoting smoking. And I'm like, again, historical event 70 years ago. You know, everybody knows MacArthur and his hat and his pipe. I shall return. Nope. I had to take it off. So Jesus fucking Christ. It's, it's, it's the current hypersensitive climate that we're in where common sense goes out the window. And that's what should scare everybody almost more than anything else. But look, at and I understand that these posts are getting flagged mostly due to software. Uh, yeah, uh, so it's, it's okay false positives. Flagged. Right. The false positives, fine. I don't have a problem right. with But you should be able to talk to someone, a human, yeah. and say, yeah. well, look, oh, this, this obviously shouldn't yeah. have been picked up. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry. Right. Yeah. We apologize for f- nice you know, wasting two hours of your fucking day. Tell your wife no. I said hi. Right. Yeah. Can't yeah. even do that. I'm Cameron Riley, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Cameron fucking Riley. Anyway. Okay. Um, so that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fortunately, the last time they banned me, like a couple of months ago, I went through and I created a secondary account for myself and added that as an admin on all of our stuff, plus right. you and my son Taylor and Chrissy on some stuff and Tony. So I, I can go in and log in as my other account. And I have full access still, but mm-hmm. you know it's only a matter of time before they catch up to me and block that as well, I guess. But like that, it's just uh, anyway. Yeah. And you yeah. can't say, well, don't don't advertise on Facebook because it's the only place to advertise for certain things now. How else do you target podcasts to people? Nothing else is nothing else works. Exactly. I want to talk uh, last couple of stories before we yeah. wrap up. It was Australia Day here yesterday. Uh January twenty sixth is Australia Day. No, don't do that. No. no. Sorry, boo. Um you know, Australia Day has been controversial here for quite a long time and increasingly so. Uh, right. January 26th is celebrated as Australia Day because it's the day that the British invaded Australia. Captain Cook landed right. in Australia January 26th, 1770. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, people have been calling it Invasion Day for a long time. I've been calling it Invasion Day for decades. Right. Uh, you know, for the... Indigenous population, it's Invasion Day, right? That was the day they got invaded. Right. Uh, And a lot of people, you know, that's blah, blah, blah. A lot of of fucking debate in the comment sections here, a lot of protest marches, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, But people keep saying let's change the date. Let's change it to January the 1st because it was January the 1st, 1901, that Australia became an independent nation of the United Kingdom. You know, we broke away from the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. We were granted by Her Majesty Queen Victoria. Right. Um, I'm like, fuck it. Why do we need a day to celebrate Australia? What the fuck's that all about anyway? Who gives a fuck? It's a country. It's not a religion. So we don't need to celebrate Right. A country or the found, like this whole, where did that come from? Where did this whole thing, we need to take a day off to celebrate? What I would support. Right. 
is um, what did, what did uh, George Costanza's father, the Serenity Now Day, he right. said whatever that was he wanted to celebrate. It was um, it was that this is the day every year where I tell you all how much you've disappointed me. <laughs> I have a list um, of grievances. Yeah, <laughs> a list yeah. of grievances. That's right. And you're I all going to hear it. It should yeah, be a day yeah. of national reflection. Yeah, let's talk about all the shit that we're not doing very well right now, or, or good and bad. Let's be on a day of honesty. Let's look a back. Day of and honesty. Go, you know, that you would know, be fine. Yeah, that whole civil war thing could have handled it better. I don't know. Let's look at how much our current prime minister has been sticking his tongue up Trump's butthole for the last four years right. and pissing off China. And now China has blocked nearly all of our exports to China. Right. When our economy is just come, trying to come out of a recession in the first yeah. place, our first recession in 30 years. Right. Uh, maybe that wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Remember the whole bushfires thing that happened last year yeah. that we weren't prepared for and our prime minister was having a holiday in Hawaii at the time and didn't bother to come back yeah. until he got criticised up the wazoo and then he came. Maybe. How could we, we make sure yeah. that doesn't happen again? Our treatment of our Indigenous population, our treatment of asylum seekers, our treatment of, you know, our involvement in this, that and the other. Like, let's... let's Could be better. A day of national honesty, a day of national yes. reflection. That I would support. But this whole rah, rah, wave the flag, celebrate. Right. No, fuck that shit. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes. This right. or last year, 2020 and still 2021, in my entire 50 years of being alive, this is like last year was the year I was most grateful for being an Australian. And I've right. always been grateful for being an yeah. Australian. That's not the problem. I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm great. I'm grateful that um, the people that came before me had done such a good job, reasonably good job at building a society where I'm free from violence, free healthcare, free education, um, free. Well, now it's low cost for the university education was free when I right. was eligible to go to university. Um, it costs a little bit of money now, not too much though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, relatively little hoo ha in the country. We, you know, we all have a good time, uh, but particularly the handling of coronavirus uh, last year, and right. and also the handling of the economy during coronavirus by the incumbent government. They did a pretty mm-hmm. good job. Uh, so I've I've never been more feeling lucky to have been born here and to be living here right now because we've got a pretty good, you look around the world right now, there are many countries that have it as good. I think us and New Zealand probably are the only two. Maybe is it? I think Taiwan's doing an okay job. It's like on on COVID, yes. Singapore maybe. I'm not exactly sure where they're at. I haven't been paying that much attention. But Mm -hmm. there's not many countries that that, uh, China, (laughs) obviously, uh, did a pretty good job. Uh, their economy is doing well, you know. Australia and China, yeah. one of the two countries you'd be lucky yes. to be in, as long as you're not a Uyghur Muslim, um, <laughs> which is a story we should do. We should drill down on that at some point. Yeah. Because there's a lot of hoo-ha about them. Right. Um, anywho, I don't I don't buy into this whole Australia Day thing. Fuck changing the date. Just get rid of it altogether or right. change it. And we can keep it on January 26th then, but make it a day of honesty and a day of... <laughs> Dialogue Reflection. where we come together as a country yes. and go, listen, yeah, look, we've done some things well. We've also got a lot of fucking problems. Let's address them. What's our plan? 
Tell me what the plan is a to priority address their problems. List, a list. Yes. A, a, yeah, exactly. A, a plan of action. Here's what we're, here's yeah. some of our wrongs. Here's what we're going to do this year to make it better. And we're going to check again on next year. That's, that's what corporations do. That's what businesses do. Why shouldn't governments do it as well? And it was something I've been arguing for for a long time. Yeah. A discussion about our values, our morals and values as a country. Where's our yes. department of ethics? What are the ethics as a country yeah. we strive to meet? What are the mm-hmm. things that we value as a nation? What are, what are the what? Are, yeah. What? what yeah. How do we want to live? How do we want to run our society? Let's come together and have a conversation around ethics, morals, and values. It never happens. Yeah. 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 We should have a department of ethics, a minister for ethics. There we go. Who would get that job? That would be fine. But the American conversation is really short. It's like, fuck all y'all. I'm out for myself. You can be dying in the street and that's capitalism. God wanted you to die or suffer. Anyway, uh, in America, it would be a very short conversation. Fuck y'all. I'm out of here. Well, that is your national ethic, isn't it? Fuck all it y'all. Is. No, yeah. it literally is. It, yeah. yeah. So actually, I, I think in the, uh, the cult, uh, the list of three things, I think one of them was always having an enemy that uh, is coming to get we, you. Right? We do best. America does best when we have a clear and present danger to ourselves. Don't ask me why. It brings out the best in us. We semi come together. We have better priorities. We have to feel threatened before we do what we should better be doing anyway. Really? Yeah, no, look, seriously. Look at what that, happened that, after 9-11. Did that make you better? You had a common enemy. We, Did it make you we, a better country? For five minutes, we cared no. about each other. No, no, we didn't no. care about the rest of the world. See, you're confusing no. Oh, sorry. Right. We all hugged each other, and they yeah. said, well, let's go kick ass in the Middle East. Let's go kill some minutes. sand niggas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here inside, it was kumbaya for five minutes. All right. I want to finish this episode with a positive story. Oh, good. Good. Mm. Uh, are you familiar with Taylor guitars? Taylor guitars. I don't think specifically. Where are they made at? Are they? Is that an Australian thing? Is nope. that uh, no? American? Taylor. American Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Taylor. Oh, okay. Guitars. Yeah. They make an all right, low, low, low end, but, you know, budget I have a Gibson guitar. I have a Gibson. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a Gibson what? Uh, oh, electric guitar. I bring it out every once in a while. But anyway. What, 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 what? <laughs> I've known you for I... 25 years. I've never <laughs> heard you talk about playing guitar. Yeah, no, no, it's, 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 uh, it's all what? for me. It's it's, the it's fuck? what I do for myself. Show me your Gibson guitar. How long have you had this guitar? Um, a long time. Anyway, it's it's right there. You Telecaster, Stratocaster, Flying V. I don't fucking I. I don't. Can you play anything? I can play G, C, E, D, and Mary had a little lamb. Why aren't we jamming on this show like every week, man? I'm not. I'm not a show off. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Anyway, so let's get, let's get back to your story. I'm so shocked. Yeah. Taylor Guitars transitions ownership to its employees. Oh, nice. Looking to preserve its innovative culture and position, the company for oh and position the company for sustainable success well into the future. Taylor transfers ownership of the company to its employees via a newly formed ESOP, 
employee yes. share ownership plan. Okay. El Cajon, Cajon, California, January 11th, 2021, PR Newswire. Taylor Guitars, a leading global builder of premium acoustic guitars, is pleased to announce its transition to 100% employee ownership through an employee stock ownership plan. We have delighted in giving people the joy of music and hope to do so for generations to come, said Bob Taylor, co-founder and president of Taylor Guitars. Becoming 100% ESOP allows us to ensure our independence for the long-term future and continue to realize our vision for the company as an innovative, innovative guitar innovative. I don't know why I say innovative. Innovative guitar manufacturer. Right. Kurt Listug. Co-founder and chief executive officer added, while Bob and I are not retiring, we have been preparing for our eventual exit. Master guitar designer Andy Powers is not only the wellspring of our guitar designs for the future, but he also joined our leadership team several years ago and strengthening our leadership team has been essential to our succession planning. Mm. Listig views the transition in ownership as the next step to ensure a sustainable future for the company while also providing a valuable financial benefit to people who have contributed to its success. We believe we've created a special company where passionate people can engage in problem-solving innovation, collaboration, and respect. Securing our independence through an ESOP allows us to strengthen this culture. You always hear companies say, our employees are our number one asset. We value our employees, blah, 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 blah. Okay. These guys actually uh, put their yeah. money where their mouth is. They gave the company to their employees. Right. It's like the Green Bay Packers, the uh, the people of Green Bay through, through shares own the football team. So that's very admirable. And because it flies in the face of capitalism, things like that I think are going to stay rare. And they, they sound good. They feel good. You're like, good for you. But is it going to become the norm? I have a hard time believing that. Mm. Sorry, this this is your feel good story, and I'm ruining it. Mm. Sorry, mm. sorry. Well, meh, we can feel good about these guys. Yeah, um, I feel good that I own a Taylor guitar. I've had that uh, fucking twenty years. I don't know. Right. I, I bought <laughs> funny story. Was it that one I bought at auction? Uh, I think it was that one I bought drunk at a at a charity auction. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. But your heart was, was in trying, the right place. I think I was trying to impress a girl I wanted to fuck at the time. And that so I bought right. this guitar at yeah. a charity auction that she was running. I was did get to the, fuck her. So, you know, right, it well, kind of worked. You know, when, so. when? Was that the guitar that you used to play the Beatles song that impressed Chrissy? And I'm going to leave that question right there. No, that was just a random guitar in a random oh. bar in a Jaxio okay. that I right. took off. It was it was lying up against the wall, man. I just picked but it, it up. Still, and, it still worked. Mm. Mm-hmm. So but I practiced on there, this one. I right, learned it right, on this one. Right. And then, you know, yeah. So what we're saying is for all you incels out there, <laughs> pick up a guitar, learn to strum, you know, act, act like you're moody when you um, just chicks dick that you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. But I uh, know I do think um, it's great seeing companies, uh, particularly privately owned companies like yeah. that, uh, very successful privately owned companies, you know, these guys, obviously the the co-founders of it um, have done okay. They've probably got a lot of money. They're never going to mm-hmm. want for anything. They probably right. still control some of the stock as employees. Yeah. I don't know how much. I haven't seen the details. But to uh, say, you know what, we don't need to sell this and make right. another $200 million. We're fine. We've got yeah. enough. We don't need yeah. more. We've got enough. 
what we want to do is reward the people that have helped us build this company to be a success. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, uh, you know, tremendous. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to give me a number. I'm, I'm a business owner and I've got um, $1.3 billion in the bank. At some point, is there a number that the government or whoever should reach and say, Mr. Harris, all the money that you earn from now on that you would keep, not your shareholders, that you, we're going to take that from you and we're going to do a lot of good with it. We're going to do a lot of infrastructure. Mm. Is there a number mm. that someone should not be able to take in anymore? Yeah, I think there should that. be. Yeah. 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 You have you have salary caps for sporting stars uh, right. in the U.S. Yeah. Um, I, I think there should be a, a cap on income. You know, I think yeah. – I, I like, Hundred mil. Let's just pick a number out. I think when your net Can worth I buy on that. When your net worth right uh, is a hundred mil, um, that's it. I think there should be a cap. You don't need yeah. more than a hundred yeah. mil. Yeah, right? you can keep mil. working and earn oh, the yeah. money, generate the money that's going to go to where the fuck ever you know charities or the government or whatever. But but you're good. You've got your hundred mil. You're good. Yeah. I like that. And, you know, so, you know, people might argue, well, then that person, if they can't make more money, they would just stop working. Okay. So fine. That's fine. Yeah. They're still going to spend know. it. So, and which is what we want them to do to stimulate the economy, do their bit. So yeah. that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Let someone else step in. But I think what yeah. you find is most people, if they're honest, when they have that much money, right. um, it's not about, you know, when they keep working, it's not about making more money. Like uh, right. Buffett says it's a game for him. You know, what can yeah. I turn this into, right? And Buffett, by the way, is, you know, believes that he's got too much money and believes that he should pay more in taxes. You know, he, yeah. um, he like Ray Dalio, um, believes that and, and Bill Gates believe that they have too much money. They have too much wealth, mm-hmm. which is why Bill and, and Warren, and I don't know about Ray, but Bill and Warren have committed to giving their wealth away, you know, through the yeah. Gates Foundation, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, like Tony Kynaston, yeah. probably worth 100 mil, give or take. I don't really know, but I'd, my guess would be something like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. um, he says the same thing. It's uh, He keeps investing, but it's not about he needs more money. It's about the game, right? Yeah, yeah. To him it's just, and he you supports. Stimulated. And yeah, he supports yeah, yeah. his friends and his family and, well, you know. Supported me. us. Right. <laughs> me in particular. Like <laughs> all the good things, uh, apart from Chrissy and Fox and my kids, all the good yeah. things that happened to me last year were as a result of Tony's uh, benevolence. You got a big, bit of, big T on him. Yeah. Yeah, the book yeah. that came out, the film that came out, QAV success. Yeah. All because of Tony. Tony's support. You know, and a lot of my hard work. Don't get me wrong; oh, work yeah, my no, ass no. off on all yeah, those no. things. Wow! But without no, Tony, they probably wouldn't have happened. You know, he funded them fruition. in part or in exactly. total. Yeah, exactly. Um, so very generous yeah, guy. But but again, he says, like, I don't need I don't need more money. Obviously, but it's just about it's a it's a yeah. game, right? What can I yeah. turn this into? You know, can I can I do this? Yeah, uh, it's just numbers. It's a score. You know. Uh, and I think most people even running very, very successful businesses. I, I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg doesn't get up every day and say, uh, you know, I I'm need to make, make an extra billion today. dollars. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. Bezos or any of these guys. Right. It's about what can I do? You know, what, what can I achieve? What can I accomplish? That's what drives successful people. Yeah. 
Oops. Shit. Sorry, Chrissy is trying to FaceTime me. Okay. Why? Why? Probably an emergency. She's probably, you know, a car crash on the side of the road. Anyway, that is the show <laughs> for this week. Yeah. Uh, I should go and make sure my wife's not dead on the side of the road. Um, thank you, Ray. We'll be back yeah. next week. Thanks thank to everybody who joined us today for the chat. And by everybody, yeah. I mean nobody. Uh, but yeah, feel free to join up. us next time if you want. Yes. Yeah.